0: The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring, so stealadealspi.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. stealadealspi.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network.
1: We say good morning to Dr. Janet Gooch. She is the new Chancellor at UIS right here in Springfield. Good morning, how are you?
0: I'm fine, thank you.
1: Tell me about yourself uh, born and raised where and where did you undergrad and spent a lot of time in Missouri tell me about that
0: sure so uh, originally my family's from New York moved around a lot as a kid um spent most of my time growing up in Ohio around the Cleveland area um I went to Kirksville Missouri in 1995 and then spent the um, next 27 years of my career there um, went to undergraduate uh, training at the University of Kansas in Lawrence, Kansas, then went and got my master's at Kent State University in Ohio, and ultimately my Ph.D. at Case
1: Western. So Research. let me back up. In 1995, you went, started school?
0: No, I, I started working, working at, at Truman State University. At
1: Truman. And what was the first job there at Truman State?
0: I was on the faculty in speech-language pathology.
1: Did you know someday you'd want to get into administration? <laughs>
0: Um, Well, I I was tapped early um, for administration, became the chair shortly after I started at Truman State University, chair of the speech language pathology program, and um, had a little bit of success with that and then kept um, getting opportunities from there.
1: Did you always teach or be involved at the collegiate level, or did you spend some time in secondary education?
0: No, not in secondary education, but I did work clinically for a while as a speech-language pathologist in the Cleveland area before moving to Kirkston. Where
1: did the interest come from for education? Was it part of the family tradition, somebody in the family involved?
0: No, no. Um, I learned about the career of speech-language pathology from um, a lady that I worked with in a part-time job and did a little shadowing of her and thought that was a a very interesting career.
1: Some people may not be familiar with Truman State because it had a different name for a long time, did it not?
0: It did. It was originally called Northeast Missouri uh, State University. All of the Missouri schools had those directional names. And then um, in 1996, the name changed to Truman What was
1: your last role that that you were there? What were you involved with?
0: I was the provost, executive vice president for academic affairs for five years.
1: How did someone hear about an opening here at UIS? I mean, with media today and social media, especially uh, the word spreads quick. It's not like you had to know somebody and they made a call to you and so on. How would you find out, and what prompted you to pursue it a little bit?
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I was familiar with the university from um, Truman's and UIS's um, association with the GLVC and COPLAC. I knew a couple people over here that worked. Um, I was nominated for the position, so I was contacted by a search firm.
1: How many interviews do you go through on something like this?
0: Um, I did a preliminary Zoom interview, and then I came to campus to visit folks.
1: Uh, Was it your first time on campus?
0: Um, it was not. Um, actually, a little known fact, my mother-in-law used to live in Springfield. Really? Um, a while back, yes. So I was familiar with Springfield and I had been to the university. Had
1: you been to the university lately?
0: No, not lately.
1: Uh, what changed and what did you think about it with the way the the, the fiscal structure is now? It's fantastic.
0: Yes, it is. It had uh, grown a lot um, and a lot of new construction, particularly the student union building was really impressive.
1: Tell me about, uh, now, when you go to somewhere, can you put your own staff together, or do you inherit what is there?
0: Um, For the most part, uh, the staff is the same as when, um, before I came. um, But we do have some vice chancellor positions that will be vacated um, by people moving on or or stepping back down.
1: You had probably opportunities to uh, expand or certainly to follow um, other universities and colleges. Why did you choose UIS as the place you wanted to be?
0: Um, the location, the mission of the university. I love the, the student-centered um, philosophy, the hands-on experiences that students have at UIS. Um, it's just their um, path in online learning. It's all, all really positive.
1: You mentioned the word mission. What, from your perspective, what is the mission at UIS?
0: I think it's to serve students, serve them well, provide them with hands-on opportunities and learning that is really meaningful for, for life.
1: How beneficial, how much of a, not necessarily an advantage, how beneficial to achieve that mission is the fact that UIS is in the state capital?
0: I think it's essential. I think the opportunities that our students have um, because of the location are, are really special.
1: Uh, the challenges facing secondary education, I presume there are some. First of all, how did you folks? uh, and, and, Kirksville, um, how did you handle the pandemic? Were you pleased with what, what was the company? and did it change? Has it changed permanently what college education is going to look like?
0: Oh, I think so. Um, at Truman, we did not do a lot of online teaching prior to the pandemic. So we had to make a major shift there. That wasn't quite as difficult for UIS because we were already in that space. Um, and I think that that's going to change forever. I think online learning is is in some form is here to stay.
1: What about enrollment? What's happening? Some of the universities are doing okay. Some are challenged. The numbers are going in the wrong direction, I think, for a lot of people. What's going on, Dr. Gooch?
0: Well, I think students are making different choices about college. I think that some of them are going straight into the workforce. Job opportunities are available out there. Um, I think that as a as a university we need to make sure that students and parents know the value of um, a college degree um, and so even even the demographic shift you know there are less students to draw from to, to come to college so universities are feeling the the impact of that
1: has technology changed secondary education in the last 20 years
0: oh phenomenally I'm there's so much more available so many ways we can connect so many ways students can can learn now than than before.
1: It is a challenge. I'm sure w- when you look at the numbers out there, are you okay with that? Do you wanna see a different direction? What can you or what can the university do to get a few more students uh, into the onto the campus?
0: Well, UIS is looking pretty good for the fall. Good, good. Um, we've changed some of our processes. We've done some streamlining. We've made sure that it's easy for students to apply and then get a response from us uh, quickly. Um, there's there's more that can be done. Um, thinking about our marketing and who we're marketing to, all of that is really important in the puzzle.
1: How important is to market to the 75 to 100-mile radius of Springfield?
0: Oh, I think it's essential. I think we need to, to make sure that every student in that area knows about UIS and what it has to offer.
1: Uh, there's no doubt. i not said it's the best-kept secret. That would be unfair to the people who market and so on and so forth. But I think when students take a close look, um I am hesitant to use the word bargain when it comes to college, but UIS is a bargain. It really is and it says that degree says University of Illinois Springfield. It's a bargain.
0: Yes, it's an excellent value for sure.
1: Um where do you see the direction what where, where how are things changing at not only UIS but uh academia all over the all over the country? How are things changing?
0: Well, I think that it's really important that we prepare students for their careers, not just their first job, but really get them to a point where uh, they have the skills and the knowledge to continue to be learners so that no matter where the the world goes, they're equipped to, to learn new things and, and be relevant in their careers.
1: Do you think there are a lot of students that come to UIS as a freshman or maybe a transfer that not sure what they want to do? And, and how do you help those people out? I'm sure there's going to be a subject somewhere along the line that's going to flip the trigger.
0: Yes, I think that's right. It's it's hard when you're 18 to know what you want to do for the rest of your life. And, and that's what's really good about UIS is we help students with essential skills that will be valued to valuable to them no matter what they choose
1: to do all right what are we going to do with the the physical structure what's next on the agenda is there obviously the student union has been renovated uh, everybody knows about the auditorium and how important it is to this community the performing arts center and so on uh the dormitories are there the athletic fields are there the track is a beautiful facility what's next on the agenda as far as something building on the uis campus
0: well, we're hoping for the Library Commons building, and we're in the planning stage for that and and uh, waiting to hear officially whether that um, funding will be secured.
1: How about dormitories? Are we where we need to be, or could you have more? And are there, the majority of students still probably commuters or not necessarily?
0: Um, no, we have a good a good number of students who live on campus. I think right now we're fine with the capacity of our residence halls.
1: How about the four-year university? You like that concept? Of course, when it opened, it was only junior, seniors. Are we going in the right direction on that? And we, we getting a lot of interest from incoming freshmen?
0: Yes, I, I think so, absolutely.
1: How about the, uh, you just had big news this past week with the innovation center right. uh, property that was just purchased. So how does that fit in with the overall mission of UIS? Because I know this has been in the planning stages for quite some time, obviously, before even you arrived.
0: Absolutely, and and that's a big deal. It it really increases our presence downtown, um, and and that's just a amazing opportunity for our students, for our faculty, for our staff. So, um, working collectively and collaboratively with the community is is really what we're all about. So, how can UIS help the community? How can the community help UIS? That's really our mission there.
1: Well, we know that uh, we know we're sports radio the rest of the morning, but we're not necessarily sports radio in the morning. Um, what's the role of extracurricular, especially athletics and sports, uh, on a college university today?
0: Really important. That's where uh, a lot of students uh, develop their community. That's where they get their sense of belonging. And um, athletics is a great way to develop leadership and camaraderie and cooperation among students.
1: What do you tell the faculty when you meet them for the first time? Have you met them as a group or do you do it individually? And, and if you would, do you Obviously, some things you don't necessarily want to share. I understand that. But but, what did you say to those folks when you met them for the first time? What did you ask of them?
0: Well, I, I haven't met them collectively, but I have met a, a few. And, um, you know, I'm interested in hearing what they think the strengths uh, of UIS are. What are the opportunities? Where do we need to go? And and primarily, how can I help? How do they think I can help UIS get where we need to be?
1: You've probably touched on this, but what are the strengths from your perspective? What are the strengths, strengths of UIS?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, High quality faculty. Um, I think that online learning and where we are in that space, the opportunities that we provide for students, that close knit relationship between faculty and students, all of that are, are really good quality. Dr. do
1: you think online learning is here to stay? You think it's going to be around? You think it's even going to expand? I mean, will there be a time where students will spend the vast majority of time not coming to campus but online learning?
0: I think online learning is here to stay, yes. I don't think it's going to replace that that um, face-to-face student-faculty interaction because that is really what's special. But in order to increase access, online I think is going to have to be uh, a part of our life.
1: Tell me about the Springfield community. You were familiar with Springfield, you say, because you had a mother-in-law here. So you were familiar with Springfield. Are you working in uh, everything working all right as far as learning the community and where you want to go out to eat and things like that?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of great restaurants in, in Springfield that um, I've had the opportunity to try and more on the list.
1: Tell me about your family. you have a family, I'm sure?
0: I do. I have a husband. I have three kids. They're all grown now, daughter 24 and twin boys 22.
1: And what do they do for a living, can I ask? Are they all employed around the area or close?
0: Um, yes, my daughter lives in Columbia, Missouri. She teaches third grade. Okay. And uh, my twin boys, Ethan, uh, he helps my husband farm, and he also has his real estate appraisals license. And my son, Andrew, he's still currently going to to school. He's working on his teacher certification in uh, music.
1: Your husband's in the farming industry?
0: Well, he is a dentist by trade and a farmer by hobby. Hello, time
1: out. What did you say? He's farming and he's a dentist. <laughs> yes. There's a daily double I've never heard, folks. I've heard a lot of things. Your husband is a practicing dentist? Yes. And where is that practice at? It,
0: it's in Kirksville. Um, he's, he just recently sold it, and he's uh, trying to retire from dentistry. Oh,
1: retire, not going to relocate to Springfield.
0: Uh, well, he he'll be here, yeah, but, but he's, he's not, not going to do it. No, he's not going to Okay, gonna tell me about anything.
1: the farming portion. Where'd this come from?
0: Well, that's just been a passion of his. He's developed that hobby over time. So now, uh, yeah, he grows soybeans and corn.
1: And you, he'll stay doing that.
0: Yes, that is where his heart is. At oh, the that's
1: beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> and do you get on the combine once in a while?
0: Uh, he asks. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I say
1: yes, I guess. Sometimes you say yes. Thanks for coming in. Thank uh, congratulations. You. Uh, it's a heck of a run. I know that we've encouraged our grandchildren to really, and a couple of them are now saying, okay, we are going to do it, Pop, because they <laughs> found out, one of them found out that she's, I have a sophomore to be in high school, found out she's homesick. She went away somewhere and says, I've decided now I'm going to stay at home for a long time or stay at Springfield for a long time. I'm telling you, if uh, if they want more information, I know there's a website and so on and so forth, but folks, give it a look. Give it a look, really. Consider UIS. I think it's top-notch. I've known so many people out there, many of the chancellors and so on, who have come on this show over the years. It's top-notch. How can they get more information? And Anybody want to come out there? I'm sure somebody will show them around the campus.
0: Oh, absolutely. Our admissions team would be glad to show anybody around.
1: Very good. Thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Dr. Janet Gooch is the chancellor at UIS here in Springfield. You've been listening to
0: the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.